Hey guys, it's Anthony. Just wanted to tell you about our friends real quick at Baseballism. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit Baseballism.com and use coupon code AASports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand. Welcome to the AMA Podcast. Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. Welcome to the ANA Sports Show. I am Anthony. I'm still Alex, as far as I'm aware. I hope so. I think so. At least by the state of Texas, I'm still Alex. By the state of Texas? Yeah. Cool. Although I self-identify more with like a house cat, snapping a lot, eating every so often, <laughs> being upset when I don't have food. Yeah. So... It's kind of like the perfect life, honestly. I mean, it is. Just kind of get fed. If you think about it, dogs have a really nice life, dude. Dogs have a great life. Yeah, but it kind of depends on the owner, though. If there's a shitty That's owner, you. like cats can try to be like, fuck this and just leave. I like dogs more than cats, but I feel like I identify more as a cat than a dog. Yeah, that's true. So. I can understand. I'm why like fairly independent, fairly independent. I can. Yeah, I can understand why you'd say that. Yeah, it all does. It does all depend on the owner for a dog. Right. For cats, know? they can just kind of like, well, fuck this. Yeah. You they know, can just take off if they wanted to. Right. And be welcome. nice to your animals. I don't think anybody who's listening is mean to animals, but if you know somebody who's being to animals, just punch them in the fucking jeans for me. <laughs> God damn. And welcome to the All Sports co- Podcast that we call this Magic Copper Ride. As we, we only talk about sports. Only. Strictly sports. Just sports. The important stuff. Yeah. Like What's up? Things. Thanks for joining us. I am Anthony. He's Alex. Episode 54? Something like that. This is 54, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is 54. Welcome back. For those of you joining us for the first time, thanks for giving us your time. How's it going, man? Not bad, man. Yeah. Not bad. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah. Another good week? Another good week, yeah. Another day, another dallow. Pretty solid, yeah. Um, got a few highlights that we uh, if you join us for the first time yeah we're an all sports podcast uh, where we talk about the good bad the ugly in sports if you're not joining us for the first time and you're and you're back hey thanks so much for coming back um, as you know we start off with reading highlights <laughs> we knew you'd be back we knew it <laughs> so in case you were too busy blowing uh, vape circles in your brand new lowrider Subaru in the Target parking lot here are the highlights for this week. Starting off, Chelsea FC, the soccer club overseas, is the 2018-2019 Europa League Championship. They defeated Arsenal 4-1. Um, uh, Olivier Giroud had two out of the four goals in this, and it's actually the last game for Eden Hazard, which is going to usher in a new age of Chelsea wingers with U.S. wonder kid Christian Pulisic, now the official winger of the Chelsea Football Club. That'll be exciting. If we can have somebody who's playing... For the U.S. men's national team, who's playing at that high level constantly, that will only do good things for us. There we go. And the U, uh, the men's U twenty, uh, the U.S. U twenty. Saw that last yeah, night. Yeah, just beat France three to two. They moved on to uh, the quarterfinals of the under twenty FIFA Cup. So, fucking a, that kid basically could be playing for that team. So I don't even think he's twenty one yet. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal for us. There we go. <laughs> Next up, Liverpool. Another. European Football Club defeated the Tottenham Hotspurs, taking the Champion League's crown. Uh, I think this is their seventh time doing it. They had a great season. They got second place to uh, Manchester City this year, even though they had an outs- like an extraordinary season. Um, if there was ever time to give the Balloon d'Or the highest honor in soccer to a defensive player, 
Virgil van Dijk would be the guy to get it for Chelsea. He's their center back, and he fucking deserves it. Great. Um, but, yeah. In baseball news. Go soccer. The MLB draft was this past week, and the Rangers drafted uh, Josh Young out of uh, Texas Tech. He's a, He was the number eight pick out of Texas Tech. We also we drafted, like, two or three dudes from Baylor, too. Yeah, Baylor has a good team this year. Yeah, we Baylor draft, looks so, good this year. So Josh Young is is gonna basically. I think I think he's gonna be a utility infielder for us. And then we also drafted a, a, a David Winslow, I believe, is or Davis 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 Winslow. Um, sure, I'm not sure how to pronounce that last name. Sorry, man. Um, but he's also a three B as well. So uh, obviously, there's a need for three B right now. Right, Estrubo Cabrera is not is. Uh, He's the answer right now, but, but he's he, not the long term. He's not the long term answer. Right. So they address that issue. Cool thing about Young too, or Jung from San Antonio, from San Antonio, from Macar- San Antonio original high school. So yeah. you're not listening, but congrats to you, man. Uh, another big one, uh, Colleyville Heritage a High School here in Texas. Their shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. was drafted second overall by the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, nice. Or Kansas City Royals. Excuse me. Nice. Not the Chiefs. They play foosball. They play foosball. They play foosball. But yeah, we had a kid out of Texas get drafted second out of high school. There I thought go. that was fucking impressive. Also, kid out of UTSA got drafted. Uh, I forgot what round, but he went to uh, White Sox. Nice. So Karen Patel, I believe it is. Nice. So congrats to him. He's also not listening, but if anyone <laughs> knows of him, give send him our congrats. <laughs> yeah, right. Let him know we... Uh, I don't know he's doing a good job. He's, he, no, he killed it this year. He's he, doing good things. I think he broke the record at UTSA for uh, single-season strikeouts. With, like, what, six? With, like, I want to say it was over 100. I think. I'll have to double-check that. I was about to say, that seems like a lot. It's yeah. like, they're dudes who... Wait, in a season? In a single. Yeah, single season. I forgot how much it was. Okay, because that sounds because I mean they're guys who were because I was looking at the missions last night. Nobody has over fifty strikeouts. Let me see if I can find it. Anyway, uh, the UCLA women's softball team, as if they were a men's softball team, the UCLA women's softball team went ahead and beat Oklahoma in a best two out of three series to take the softball World Series. So congratulations to the UCLA women out there. And then the UCLA men's are actually looking like they might win the. the college baseball World Series as well. They finished their season with less than ten losses. One of very few teams to actually do so. Uh, so congratulations to them. <clears throat> you see, how it looks like they have a good uh, softball baseball program in the works right now. And then, last but not least, the bane of my existence: spelling. <laughs> Oh, we're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this. So the spelling bee, the script spelling bee, just took place not too long ago. There were a total of eight winners, eight, eight. co-champions. They went through like a gazillion words. Yeah, a lot of words. Yeah. All of them spelled correctly, so yeah. they had to be eight co-champions. Yeah, there were eight co-champions. They all got paid, which was extraordinary. I thought so, that was a really good move on their part. So wrap your mind around that. Yeah. The eight winners were, uh, and I'm probably going to butcher a few of these names, so I'm sorry, folks. Rashik. Gondahart, Gondharshi, congrats to you, Aaron Howard. I can do that. Zakeith uh, <laughs> Sundar, <laughs> so, that's so white. Like, oh, Aaron Howard. Fuck yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Wait on you, man. We're the more Stephen Smiths out here. Zakeith <laughs> uh, Sundar, Shruth, Ika, Pad, Paddy, and Sohum, Sohum. Sukantar, let's go with that. <laughs> Abby J Kodali, let's go with that. Christopher Sorrell, I can go with that. I can do that. And Rohan Raja, 
congrats to everyone. Congrats to all of you. Are you ready there, or dude? I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the winning words, Ozlot. 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 As everybody knows, Can I have or the definition, if you don't please? know, I don't know the definition. Can I have the language of origin, please? I don't also know that. Are there any other pronunciations? Probably not. <laughs> I'm looking at an article that gives it. It, it doesn't. It's not giving all that information. Well, Google it. I can try. Yeah, it's like Google it. Sure. Because I want to be the asshole that asks all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to spell a couple of words for those of you who are constant listeners. You all know. He's the poster child of dyslexia. I sure am. For those of you who are the first-time listeners, FYI, anytime I write a paper, it looks like a red ink pen just spilled all over it because of how terrible I spell. So we thought it would be fun to embarrass me on the air by asking me to spell some of the winning words for these kiddos. It's going to be bad. It's going to be me. Uh, so it was borrowed from German. Yeah, borrowed from German. Um, according to this is according to Wikipedia, Wiktionary, um, and I think Ozlot is the or that's how I, at least I'm saying it is the only yeah Ozlot Ozlot O L S O hold on Oz you're already wrong A S L O T no uh, I don't know A A U S L A U T oh fuck that. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> it's probably not, honestly. <laughs> they spell stupid. They spell dumb. Um, second word. Ready for this? Sure. This is this you can probably get. Palama. P-A-L-L-A-M-A. One more time. Go. P-A-L-L-A-M-A. Take out one of the L's. P-A-L-A-M-A? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I spelled P-A-Lama. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Sir Sir Noyus. Yeah, let's go with that. Sir Noyus. Sir New Sir New Us. Can I have the language of origin, please? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Can I have the definition, please? <laughs> Try it, hold on. Are there any other pronunciations? This is what happens when you don't come in prepared, kids. So yeah, just it's a heads up on there. We really, enjoy, we really love that you love coming back and listening to us, and we're sorry that we're not more prepared. If you don't love coming back to us, we totally understand. Yeah, I get it. Uh, it's Latin, with the face turned toward the earth, apparently. And say the word again. Uh, sir Newus. Sir, yeah, Sir Newus. Sir Newus? Sir, yeah, let's go with that. Sir Newus. S E R N E U O U S? No, C. It's a C. No. C E R N U O U S. That's close. You were very close. I'm very, yeah. Well, a lot of this is, is weird because the way it pronounces it, it sounds like one thing and, you know, it's the other. Right. Exactly. So. But yeah, but they, I mean, they have to do that or else these kids would all. Yeah. I'll be completely honest. That's probably the only two I can I can pronounce. Pendoloki? Yeah, pendo, I can do that. Pendolo, pendoloki. P-E-N-D-A-L-O-K-I? One more time. Slower. Pen- P-E-N... 
D A L O K I? No. P E N D E L O Q U E. Pendeloki? P E N D E L O Q U E. Fuck this, dude. <laughs> There's one more. Those kids can have the spelling money. I don't give a shit. One, one I'm going to go get laid. I can let them spell. <laughs> Fuck those kids. Odilic. <laughs> <laughs> Odd to lick. O d e l e q u e. No, too no. long. O d y l i c. Fuck this, dude. <laughs> Congrats to all the winners. You're not listening, but you're a lot smarter. I was like, than we you're are. all spelling still. You're practicing again. Goddamn assholes. Have fun with your scholarships to school, nerd. <laughs> Jesus, get a life. Jesus. Get a life. Do something else. Right? Do anything. Be normal. No. Congrats to all of them. Seriously. That's, that's, yeah, that's uh, impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. All right. Little MLB. Recap. We, we've we already done all the divisions. So now we'll just kind of go on a little a little recapping. R- recapping a little of the season. recap they ass. So who's been the most surprising so far in your in your mind, in your eyes? Uh... Well, it's a little bit of a, a tie because I have good surprising and bad surprising. Uh, for me, the two good surprisings are the Minnesota Twins, um, who seemingly out of fucking nowhere now went to a forty and nineteen record. They're nineteen and nine at home, twenty and ten on the road, twenty one and ten on away. Um, but the bigger thing is that they have a hundred and six plus run differential. Run differential. Um, I find that to be extraordinary because that's one of the highest ones that exist right now i mean most teams are like there's a lot like even the rangers are scoring ridiculously high we almost came back and won last night almost yeah i had like six in the ninth inning or something if elvis Elvis didn't trip and fall at home on at home plate while while striking out he probably would have gone on and gave the next guy up because the chew was uh chew was on second uh representing the time run so right yeah yeah, no, it was uh, it was interesting to say the least last night. But anyway, so yeah, the Twins kind of out of nowhere came back. I mean, they have great pitching right now. Martin Perez decided he remembered how to pitch. Of course he did. For a team other than the Rangers. Because he's not with the Rangers anymore. Right, so. so that's how that works usually. Yeah. And then my other biggest surprise, in my opinion, is the New York Yankees. They are basically a triple-A team at this moment because of how many injuries. I mean, they're basically their entire starting lineup is injured. I mean, they're not playing with guys that you know. Yeah. It's essentially a triple-A team playing in the majors, and they're in first place in the AL East. That's crazy. They're two and a half games up over Tampa. Uh, they have a plus 75 run differential, which is the same as Tampa. They're both six and four in the last 10, which is the same as Tampa. And everybody kind of called Tampa to win because of how well they were doing. Mm-hmm. But Tampa lost one pitcher and have been good, not great. The Yankees lost their entire fucking lineup and have been pretty fucking solid. So it's been surprising to see how well the Yankees have been doing, um, even with all the injuries. I, I, I am rooting for the Yankees this year. I don't like saying it, but I would like to see what happens because I like that whole step-up mentality. All these guys are just taking the spot and doing what they got to do to win for the club. And I like man up. So I find that to be really interesting. Um, the two, I guess, negative surprises for me both come out of the National League. Number one, the Central is... Always a strong league. Chicago, Milwaukee, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. But, like, kind of generally, they seem to be a little, I don't know. 
I thought their one team would be more dominant. I don't know who it would have been. I thought it was going to be the Cubs. Milwaukee might have done it too, but I thought there would be one team that's just like blowing everyone away. This is my division. Yeah. And it's not like it's disappointing. It's more just like a still in anticipation. It's kind of like in limbo. It's kind of like right. But I just I I I don't know what I I I thought maybe I expected more out of some group. You know. Yeah. I mean, the Brewers started off hot, and I mean, uh, Yellow started off even hotter, and so you had it in your mind, at least I did, that maybe they maybe they were going to be the just team to start just, fucking destroying, yeah, kind of do like what the Twins are doing. Yeah, they but they're going to be like, "Fuck y'all, this is our division. We're taking right. it this year." Yeah. And then the other big thing is that the Phillies aren't doing as well. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. I mean, you got the big well, signing in Bryce Harper. You're first in the division by half a game over the Braves, which. Go Braves. Um, They're six games over, seven games over 500 right now. I know, but I thought they'd be doing better. You think they'd at least be like leading in all categories of baseball? Yeah, I thought they'd be doing a lot better than they are. Now, granted, they had some injuries as well. I they get just that. lost Andrew McCutcheon last they night. They did lose Andrew McCutcheon. He's out for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, MCL? ACL? I think ACL. ACL? I think. Um, don't quote me. But yes, but I don't know. I just thought that they'd be doing... I thought they would be a more dominant force. Right. Because, I mean, if you look at a lot of their stats... Um, I mean, they got Reese Hoskins, too. Yeah, they got Reese Hoskins. And they're actually playing below their expected win rate. There's ex- Like, they're expect... Or actually, above by two games. Um, but they're 75 and one-run games. They're 2-4 and four in extra innings. They're supposed to be at 34-29. and 29. They're playing a little bit better than that. If you look at their division, they're 6-11 and 11 versus left-handed pitchers. Five and three in interleague, you know, fifteen and nine in the east, nine and eight in the central, five and seven in the west. I just thought they would be a little more dominant. Dominant, yeah. Much like the Cubs, I'm, you thought I'm, they would be the Twins. What, you thought they would be doing what the Twins are doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. I thought again they'd be closer to right something like that. And I guess it's not really a disappointment. Again, it's just kind of like a it's a surprise. Yeah, I'm just like oh. Okay. Well, you're human, kind of. Right. That's you know, weird. We thought you weren't going to be human. Right. I thought it was going to be like a whole nother... You thought they were going to be the Warriors this year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, closer to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so those are kind of my, I guess, surprises. I mean, there's a lot of things on here I'm not super surprised. I guess Boston not doing great. But that's not really a surprise because there's always the hangover. You know? Because, eh, yeah. I mean, Boston has no reason to be playing, you know, what, two game above 500 ball. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they have the pitching staff. They don't really have a great back end, but they have all the offense in the world. Bogarts, Benatendi. What about how about Dustin Pedroia, man? That guy just won't. He just won't quit. That guy. Oh, he, he's thinking about it now. No, he no, I know. I was about but, to say he finally went out and yeah, he did, made a pre, he did a press conference saying I just have to figure it out. But he's had this knee issue for it's a knee issue, right? Yeah, for it, basically his entire career. I mean, and he just I mean, he's had surgery after surgery after rehab after rehab after miss season after miss season. Buster Owner probably put it best. He's he just he knows what he has to do. He just doesn't want to admit it. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's tough. That's uh, that's a tough boat to be in. Now. Yeah, I yeah. think. Uh, I don't know. Besides the Twins, our Rangers are probably my biggest surprise. No one expected the Rangers to be doing this well. They're they're tied for the second spot in the wild card right now. I mean, our back end bullpen is is what it is. Jesse Chavez in the past month or so has been uh, pitching really really well. Um, Drew Smiley gave up twelve runs last night, or not twelve runs, but he started up started giving up a lot of runs. Um, I. I mean, 
Even we we said we said it in response to Tyler's email. It's like we'd be happy if they got back to five hundred ball this year, which mm-hmm. they are. They currently yeah. are. I mean, if they if they keep competing and if they, I mean, June is going to be an interesting month with Gallo on the injured list, right? So before the All Star break, I mean, who who the hell knows? But I mean, shit. If we're if we're if it's August and we're still competing for the wild card and we have a chance to win the sec like where we have a chance to get to the second wild card spot, that's that's above our belt right there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, but here's my only problem right now. <laughs> of every team that's above 500, they're, the Rangers are second in how many runs that they've given up. The Rockies have given up 309 runs this season. The Ra- or, Yeah, 309. The Rangers have given up 308. Wow. And that's only teams above 500. Only teams above 500. Yeah. And I think we're the only teams who are above 500 that have given up 300 plus runs. Yeah, that's the problem. So it bodes well for our offense. It does, but the offense will only take you so far, right? Which that's why I'm not getting my hopes up. Right. Year. I was going to say that's where this is very surprising, and I'm happy to see it. But right like, up to this point, I'm like, fuck yeah. But to everyone now, okay. Well, here's a question for you then. Thinking about it, yeah. Should we be all that surprised now that we have a coach who kind of understands the more modern day game and coaches to the more modern day game? Is this the potential that the Rangers have always had, even without star players? Uh, And we just haven't been able to tap into it? Maybe. I mean, he's like, should we really be that surprised? Should we be surprised with the offense? No. I don't think so because I think the offense has been there for a few years. Um, okay, so that's one third of the game. I mean, but so what? What of the other two thirds of the game is surprising? Because it can't be the pitching because we give up a dick ton of runs. We give a lot of yeah. We give and up it can't a really be the defense because we give up a dick ton of runs. I don't know, man. That's a great question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Like, should we be that surprised? Because, again, he, you know, the reason that we brought Woodward over from the Doyers is because he is the more modern-day coach Coach with the analytics, with yeah. the stressing on the strikeout walk or home run with the, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. With the way that In the game first is changing. Year, a little surprising. This is the first year managing ever. So he's pulling a Cora, you know? He's... So... In that respect, yeah, a little well, bit. Well, I, I wouldn't say, because, I mean, Aaron Boone, first coaching job, he did well in New York. You look because it was uh, New York. Brad Osmus's first one in uh, Anaheim, and he did a good job. You know, you look at all these other coaches who have had the first year success. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a surprise when guys do well in their first year, because, fuck, you already have a team. Yeah, you do, you know. You have to have a team. Right. So I wouldn't say it's too surprising. Plus, he's been there for a while as is. Who? What, where he's been around the game for a oh, while? Oh, yeah. Of you course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with the Dodgers for a long time. Excellent organization. Excellent coaching staff. One of the better coaching staffs, in my opinion. So you think the potential has always been there, but now that we have the right piece in place, or we have at least Woodward there with the modern-day style. That maybe we're more successful because of it. Yeah. And if we had a back end bullpen, shit, who knows? Right. You know? Right. And if we had a number a number three starter. Because this is kind of the same setup that we had in eleven and ten and eleven and twelve. Yeah. You know? Crazy fucking good offense, power hitters. Mm-hmm. You know, you can liken Joey Gallo to Josh Hamilton. 
Andres was still there. Rugnit was still there. Uh, I like the Condor more than I like some of the other first basemen that the Rangers have had. I do as well. Justin Smoke, Chris That Davis. dude can hit the ball a mile. Well, Davis could hit the ball a fucking mile. Davis hit 40 home runs in a season. That's true. Yeah. Um, we had, I mean, we lost Beltre, but I think Cabrera's been a good pickup for now. Like you said, he's kind of the, the interim in between. Yeah. Now and then. He's the answer right now. Not, right. He's not the answer long term. Right. Hopefully so that's... I wonder if we really should be all that surprised. That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised right now. To answer your question, I'm surprised right now that we're, right. we're that we are we are where we are. Yeah, but that just might be because of our super fucking low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Okay, so and then your opinion, who's not surprising? Uh, who, who have you seen and been like, yeah, that makes sense? Um, Astros, obviously, because the Astros are who they are. I right. Mean, they're, I mean, they're, same old, same old. The core four are are all on the injury list right now, besides Bregman. Um, but they'll be fine. There's just there's just not a comp- there's not enough competition in the division right now. Seattle went back to Seattle came back down to earth. Yeah, real quick. Um, yeah. So the Astros aren't surprising for me. Um. Who else? Who else isn't surprising? Atlanta's not surprising for me. Even though they're a half game back in the uh, East, they're still not surprising. They're still a hell of a ball club. Yeah. Dodgers aren't surprising to me at all. I don't know why people keep assuming that the Dodgers are going to be bad every year. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. They went 7 on a row. They have 100-plus 5-run differential. Cody is absolutely fucking killing it. Yeah. He uh, he very well may get MVP this season. If he doesn't, it's highway robbery right now. Yeah, but right honestly, now it's highway robbery. Yeah, if the season did. ended right now, give it to Bellinger. Yeah, even though Yelich has done great things, he hasn't meant more to his team than right than I think Bellinger has. Yelich is Yelich. He started off hot, but Bellinger is stayed hot, huh? Stayed but, hot, correct? Like he hasn't gone anywhere. Would you say? Would you say the Dodgers are doing as well as they are right now because of Bellinger? Probably. Probably, yeah. Because I would assume that. Hold on, let me just see something real quick. I would also say the Cubs aren't surprising. They they started off slow, but the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs are the Cubs. Yeah, but I think it's surprising in how quickly they've turned it around. That's true. Since their terrible start, that's true. So I was looking at the expected wins loss for the Dodgers up to this point. Their expected win loss total is forty two and twenty. Right now they're at forty three and nineteen. So. It seems like, although Bellinger has been fucking killing it, yeah, there's the expectation that even if it wasn't him, somebody else would step up and do it. They'd find another way to win. Yeah, He's just doing it in style at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, you look at Milwaukee, who's expected at 31 and 30. They're at 34-27. So maybe Yelich has had more to do with the victories for his ball club than Bellinger has. But I think Bellinger's been playing more consistently and better. Yeah. By far. You know. Would you say the Rockies are surprising to you? No. I think they're where they should be. Their expected win loss is 31 and 28, and they are 31 and 28. Uh, they don't have a great run differential because, you know, Rockies ballpark is a hitter's ballpark. So guys are going to come in there and just fucking destroy the ball. Um, they're plus 11. So, I mean, it's not bad. Not great. Not bad. They've had some injuries as well. Um, they, you know, they lost some key guys. Like, they, you know, Cargo hasn't been there for a while. So it's kind of weird for them. And, you know, it's just been kind of right. touch and go. Blackman, Arenado. I mean, like they're a good team. They're yeah. a good team. They're a 500 team. It's just hard to pitch in Denver because of the 
Because of the altitude, yeah. It's just hard to pitch in Denver. Like, I feel bad for any pitcher who really has to truly pitch in Denver. Yeah. Like, that's where, like, Ubaldo Jimenez, when he was up there, like, it looked like that's where he was going to stay. And I felt bad for him. Mm -hmm. Even though he had a Cy Young year that year. Yeah. We're still like, ooh, shit. Sorry about your bad luck. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, the Rockies aren't surprised. I think they're where they should be. Um, But you know who I think is actually a little more surprising than that? The New York Mets. I don't understand. I mean, Cespedes has been out. He's going to be out for the rest of the year now because of an injury to his foot while he got on his ranch. But, like, with all that pitching, like, it just irritates the shit out of me. (laughs) I'm like, you guys have some of the best pitching in the league, and you can't do fucking anything with it. Isn't DeGrom on the injured list? I think he might be. But even still, Syndergaard, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, you have a fucking ball club. Like, hold on. Let me just hold on. This is their pitching rotation as far as all of them go. Zach DeGrom, or Jake, Jake DeGrom, Zach Wheeler, Noah Syndergaard, Steven Matz. I mean, those four guys alone, Familia, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Not sure. Like, it's irritating to me. The, do you think it's the coaching? I think it's, it's got to be something. It's got to be fucking something. Because I don't understand. Like, you have all the pitching prowess in the world. You have negative 27 run differential. Okay, so let's see, let's look at this. So they have, they're under 27 runs. In one run ball games, they're 11 11, 3 and 3 in extras. So yeah, it's just, it's a fucking flip of the coin. Yeah. If they're going to win. Literally, it's a flip of the coin. <laughs> is your offense going to show up today? No, because your pitching is. Like, that's ass. The Mets are ass. It's a good thing you're not a Mets fan, man. I know. I'm a Rangers fan. It's worse. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so favorites for all-star voting. I mean, there's a... I I, I haven't... I don't know. Yeah. I I wrote this down, but... uh, Like, there's a lot of guys I'd like, but my thing is I'm just not sure... I think Hunter... Because I feel like it's fucking fan favorites at this point. It is. I don't... It's it. It is. It's like the NBA. So just basically pick all the biggest names in baseball, and there you go. I would, I will say I think Hunter Pence deserves a nod because he is playing beyond expectations right now of what, um, yeah, you know. Give him a nod, dude. He's on but a, he's not an everyday guy. He bats all the time, but isn't playing the field every day. Still, uh, I give him a nod. I have to. But you're I'm, also I'm, I'm biased. I was about to say you're biased. I'm though, biased, and I love you, but you're biased as fuck. Yeah, I know. But so, because okay, think about it like this: if I have, uh, let's say, a hundred at bats, and you have forty at bats, right? And in my hundred at bats, I end up going like you know two sixty, two seventy. Let's go higher. Let's go. Let's say in a hundred at bats, I bet two ninety. You have forty at bats, and let's say you're batting three hundred. Which is better? Wait, sorry, rent that again. So let's say you went to bat sixty times. Okay. And your, or your uh, batting average is three hundred. Okay. And let's say I went to bat a hundred times, and my batting average is two ninety. Okay. Which is better? Three hundred, for me. The three hundred, even though you bat forty times less. Yeah. You. Because. I was about to say, you have to explain this one. Because in my brain, as a coach, if I see a guy who went 60 more times and essentially has the same batting average, or 40 more times and has the same batting average, yeah, I'm picking that guy. 
I can see why he was. For me, it's hard for me not to be biased about this because it's for me. It's, but no, no, no. But answer the question first. Uh, not not about Hunter Pence. If you saw two guys, one batted a hundred times and one bat fifty times, the guy who has a hundred times has a two ninety, and the yeah, guy he's has, batting less. He's coming up more probably in pinch hit situations, pinch hit situations. Uh, right. So he's he's coming up less times, yeah. but he has a three hundred, and the guy who went up more has a two ninety. Who would you pick? Yeah, the guy's an everyday player, so I mean, you can't ask for two ninety. Yeah, okay, two ninety. You see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's where my argument against yeah Pence would be. Right. He's not an everyday guy. I would yeah. give it to the guy who does. But I mean, I agree. I think that he should at least he gets go. A, yeah, he gets a nod. Right. Yeah. You go to the game. Yeah. You know, maybe get a pinch hit or whatever yeah. the case is. Play an inning or two, just like he's been doing. He hit a pinch hit grand slam in Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's tough. You know? That was tough. Josh Bell in fucking Pittsburgh has been killing it. Yep. That dude deserves to go to the All-Star game. No fucking question. Yep. That dude's put multiple into the river out there this year. Multiple. Multiple. Yeah. It's ridiculous. With a capital M. With a capital M. U-T-P. No. <laughs> <laughs> Multiples. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's do this. Way too early... Who's coming out of each league as of right now that you've seen now that we're what almost halfway through the season getting there? Yeah, because we're like over what? a little over the third through the season. Five nine, so fifty nine. So we still have like a hundred games left. Yeah. Um, so American League East: Yanks, Rays, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Orioles. Who do you got coming out? Yankees are probably win that that division. Oh, you're flipping. I'm you flipping. had Tampa Bay. Yeah, I got the Yanks on that one too. Minnesota, Twins, Minnesota, 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 or Minnesota? Minnesota. Okay. <clears throat> Astros. <laughs> it was like Houston, 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 or Houston. Houston. So it's all division winners right now. <laughs> yeah. So those guys are going to. Okay. Uh, Phillies, uh, Braves, Mets, Nats, Marlins. Man, I haven't been able to watch enough Braves baseball this year. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that Phillies are performing like under expectations right now. Even though they did sign Bryce Harper, they lost Andrew McCutcheon, so I think that's going to be huge for them. Um, Reese Hoskins is is great too. Oh man, I got the Braves. You got the Braves. One. Yeah, I think their pitching staff is going to come around. I think they're going to get better at home. I can see it. Um, I can see it. They are a second half team. In my opinion, I think they're gonna pick it up after the All Star break. Dude, I feel bad for Max Scherzer, dude. God, God, man. But anyway, I don't. He's getting paid to do what he wants to do. He's all right. That's true. He's all right. All right, Cubbies, Brew Crew, uh, St. Louis, Pittsburghs, and the Cincinnati's. I I still think the Brewers win that division. I got the Cubs in this one. Uh, the Doyers, the Rackies, the Fathers, the D-Bags, and the Giants. Dodgers. Dodgers. E- easy. Yeah, for sure. Just to lose again in the World Series. Maybe. They might even make it all the way. Their pitching staff is great, but I don't know. I feel like they're getting older. I feel like at the end of the season, they might well, be a little year, tired. Naturally, yeah, you get older. But older than... Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Baseball's, Baseball's fun. been fun. Huh? Yeah, baseball's been fun. Dude. I like baseball. The Rangers are in a real rebuild. I say this in quotation. The re- Rangers are in a rebuild mode. And they're in the second 
wild card spot through a third of the season. Gallo's going on the injury list for 10 days, which will be a few weeks. That's, yeah, baseball yeah. is fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I mean, Pence is having a hell of a fucking year. He is. That's surprising as shit. Chew's having a great year, too, man. But Chew always has a great year, though. Yeah. Chew's always, like, Chew's consistent. super consistent. Yeah. yeah, you gotta admit, Gallo's been better. Yeah, he has been much better, his for o- sure. His OPS is ridiculous. Straight yeah. up ridiculous. No, it's been much, much better. He's been more patient at the Rugi plate. is still irritating. Rugi's coming along a little bit. He's coming on is a little bit. No. <laughs> no, not in my opinion. Not far enough for the contract that we gave him and for how much yeah, two horses. Like, we put up with. You can't trade two horses, unfortunately. Right. Like, he's just... And I don't. I still don't like the Shields either. His batting average is still ass. Yeah, I, man, like he gets on base. They're in a like, tough spot with the Shields because they like they want to love him. They want right. they, they want him to be yeah. that guy. But he just and he just can't. he can't get over the hump. Yeah, I don't he know just, what it is. I don't know either. I don't have and anything. It, that dude cracks me up because if you ever just really look at him, he's like seventy percent legs, ten percent body, and then like twenty percent head. Like if you look at the way he's built, it's fucking hilarious. He's like his jersey is like yay big. Yeah. Like you see, like okay, from where his belt is, his numbers are touching his belt, <laughs> and then like where his neckline is, like his right. name is on the neck. Like they're all fucking. It's all right there together. Right. It's fucking hilarious. He must be like five five. Two hey, cracks he, me up. He's me basically. He's Just quick as shit. More athletic. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about our friends over at Baseballism real quick. Baseballism is an all baseball related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you love baseball or even like it, we love it. But even if you like it, you should be wearing Baseballism. It's America's brand, the official off the field brand for baseball. Check them out at baseballism.com. While you're there and at the checkout line, use use our coupon code AA Sports. It's our initials A A S P O R T S. For a 15% discount off your first order. If you're not ready to order quite yet, make sure to follow them on all their socials. They're very active, especially on Instagram and Twitter with new releases almost every week. Um, or pretty much every week, yeah. Love that company. Love baseball. Yeah. All righty, moving on. Just real quick. <clears throat> I'm going to say this right now. On June 5th, 2019 at 11.53 a.m., Alex Ashley predicts that Urban Meyer will be coaching at the University of Southern California, the Trojans, in the next two to three years. I've I've been hearing rumors as well. Yeah, or I saw a rumor as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fairly confident that he will be coaching out there pretty shortly. So soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. As we let's get into some south. As we completely. Just switch Just subjects. Get lost there. in the sauce. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done a sauce segment. Let's give lost a little love to our. Sauce. Let's give a little love to our missions and uh, FC Football Club missions. They're they're killing it. This isn't an updated record because it's from a few days ago. But missions are thirty six and twenty two. This is this was as of a few days ago. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what it is right now. Um, but they should be about a game up from uh, Round Rock Express, the affiliate of Houston. Um. Fritas, they're uh, I, th- I believe is their catcher. Yeah, he's, he's killing it this year, man. Yeah, he's got a two eighty two batting average right now. Uh, him and their shortstop have been fucking killing it. Plus Nate Orf, their second baseman, is in the rule. Yeah. Uh, so right now, uh, he has. Let me look this up. 
in the minors 2019, he is batting uh, a 367. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, in the major leagues, though, he has two at-bats, one game, and he has a zero ERA, but that's fine. Nobody's really worried about it. Um, let's see. He's also a bit of a power hitter as well. Uh, let's go to his homers. Uh, in the minors, he has three right now. Let me go back to just kind of their overall. So right now... Average leaders for the team, you have David Fritas, their catcher, at uh, 328. Uh, you have Keiston Hurria at a 333. Nate Orff at a 301. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I don't know if Keiston is is part of the uh, full 40 man for the Brewers because he did get called up. Yeah, but I don't know if he's back with the missions or what. Um, well, he's played 120. He has 120 at-bats in 37 games, so he's missed 20-ish a little less than 20 games with the... With the missions? Mm-hmm, with okay. the missions. So, okay. six of one, half dozen of the other. Uh, Nate Orff, second baseman. Also, uh, Keystone was a second baseman. Orff, second baseman, batting a 301. Uh, their shortstop, batting a 294. Uh, third baseman, Spangenberg, is a 283. Uh, another shortstop, batting a 280. These guys have a solid, solid core group of guys here who can all hit really, really well. Right. Um. As well, I mean, even when you look at their home runs as a whole, like, you know, they have... So, Keiston, 11 home runs. Uh, another shortstop, Tyler Silnaldio, 11 home runs. Dubon, 6 home runs. Dubon's also batting, like, a 300 with, like, 200 at-bats. So, this guy, he's got some pop. He's got some talent. Nate Orff, the guy I was talking about earlier, has got 5 home runs. Spangenberg, another 5 home runs. Spangenberg. Spangenberg. The one that trips me up, though, what trips me up, is they actually score a lot of runs. If you don't count the top... What is that? Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, like six guys. They have like over a hundred runs. They score a lot. Like these guys get on base and score a lot. Yeah. And you look at their RBIs. I mean, it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. I mean, scoring runs is always fun, but good pitching is also fun too. But again, uh, Tyler Sonaldio, 43. Uh, Keiston, 26. Dubon, 23. Uh, Fritas, 21. Orff, 17, Spangenberg, 15, Tony Stokes, Troy Stokes Jr., 15. Like, all these guys hit with guys in running, like, in scoring positions. So, it's yeah. really exciting to see how well they'll do. Moving forward. Move, yeah, as I was gonna say. And their pitching's been good, too. They have a couple of guys that have, like, you know, 4-1 and one records, 4-2 and two records, 4-0 and oh records. Their ERAs are all fairly low. Um there's a guy, Wilkerson, has a 4-0 win loss with a .46 ERA. Um, How's Zach Brown doing? He's the guy that started the day that we went to go when I won tickets. He's 1-4 with a 5.13 ERA. Ooh. So they got you a winner. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, you know, they have, what, half of their – half of this – Half of their roster right now looks like they have an under a sub two ERA on some level. Sub two ERA? Mm-hmm. Or sub three ERA? Excuse me. It's not terrible. Sub two? Fuck, the Rangers' bullpen has like a five or a six. Five or six? What? Yeah, we oh. give up a lot. Sub two is like, oh, fuck, really? <laughs> so y'all score and y'all don't give up runs? Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, sub three. So have a 251, 245-245-245-186-142-127-123.46, and then a zero. And these are with something games played. I mean, the guy who has the most 
plays. Donnie Hart is two and one with a four point five ERA in twenty one games. You have four guys, five guys with fifteen plus starts, all have a sub three ERA. Like these guys are fucking good. This is a good fucking ball club. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked out the missions yet, please go check them out. You're gonna get a show. I mean, they're, they're gonna put up runs and they're gonna shut out the team. They're thirty something and twenty something for a reason. So yeah, they're they're a good looking ball club this yeah. year. That's exciting to watch. It's major league talent. It's what it is. Yeah, actual major league talent too. Just for whatever reason, they're stuck in the they're, you know they're stuck in the minors because well they have guys like Christian Yelich and I was like yeah for Lorenzo Cain whatever reason you, you know. All right, let's get into some other sauce. Get lost up in this sauce. Although this sauce is not nearly as exciting as the mission sauce. What's going on with the FC? Still near and dear to my heart. You know, I'm not really sure. I I couldn't tell you. They were one game away from playoffs last season. I don't know what the changeover has been this season. Uh, you know, they've lost a couple of times to like you know the 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 Austin Bold. I mean, it's just uh, is the season over? Is it done? Or do they have a few more games? Oh, they have quite a few more games. Oh yeah, yeah. How long do they go? Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I know they have 13 games played. They're three, three, and seven. With you know, obviously they're in 16th position. They're not doing very well. Um, I think the biggest one for me is their conversion rate is really low. There, it's 11 percent conversion rate. They're 73.1 goals per minute or uh, minutes per goal. Um, you know, it, it's just not. You know, they're not scoring a whole lot. They're not getting penalties. They only have one penalty. 13 goals inside the box. Three of them out. Four right-footed goals. 11 left-footed goals. You know, they've only scored 16, which is not great. I mean, that's almost... It's one plus a game at this point. Well, no. Yeah, it's one a game at this point. Um, And they have a few guys that have been scoring goals. They have uh, Barnby with three goals. They have Forbes, who has a goal... Uh, Guzman has four goals. Gomez has three goals. Jamison has three goals. Lahoud has one goal. Um, so it's pretty concentrated as far as who all is exactly scoring. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, to be honest with you, I because I've I've seen a couple games. I got to watch a couple games, and it's just they were on TV the other night. TV the other night. Sorry. No, but yeah, it's just it's not, that's pretty cool. I don't know what it is. Okay, because think of it this way: Messi alone, just Messi. I saw this the other day. Has a seventy-minute per goal rate. So about every seventy minutes, Messi scores a goal. These guys hope that somebody will score a goal in seventy minutes. In seventy minutes, yeah. right? Barcelona probably scores once every like fifty minutes, forty minutes. Messi alone scores every 70 minutes. These guys score every 70 minutes. That's insane. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not even, I don't, I don't even know enough information about soccer, but that just sounds insane. Yeah. It's and one dude alone every 70 minutes. Yeah. Guaranteed to score a goal. Not yeah. guaranteed, but. But that's. It's a safe bet. Right. It's a pretty safe fucking bet. So we've given up 21 goals. We're averaging almost two a game. We have three clean sheets, uh, three penalties conceded. Uh, we're. Under 60 for our tackle rate, for our dual rate, for our aerial rate. Like, we're just not winning the ball. I think it's our defense, honestly, that's what's fucking killing us this year. Well, I mean, you give up a lot of, you give up right. a lot of goals. I our mean, distribution's not super great. We're just under 80% on our passes, under 45% for long passes. Um, 
we do pass forward a lot, which is good to see. We do pass uh, almost 40% of the time it goes forward, 24 on the left, 22 on the right, and then only 15% backwards. So we are progressing forward. Uh, maybe we need to look a little bit more passing around. I don't, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our own half, we have an 87% pass accuracy. Um, but in the opponent's half, we're only at 70. So it seems like once we get it to that final third, we don't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they get it to our side, we're like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> um, Let's figure it out. Although one thing that I will say, I think, in my opinion, is... is Okay, three things I think that we are doing well. Number one, we have 147 total open plays from crosses. That's good. That means 147 times we got a cross off from an open spot. It very well could have been put on goal and scored, but we didn't. Okay. 30 successful crosses. So that's not a great rate from the 147 that only 30 of them like got a head on them. So we need to do a little bit better at that. But we have average possession at 51%. So we have the ball over 50% of the game, every game that we play. We just can't score. That's that's a positive. Yeah, that's a positive. But it seems that, yeah, we have a little trouble scoring, a lot of trouble scoring, and then we have a little more trouble not giving up goals, Right. it would seem. Um, so, yeah, of the 13 games, 3-3-7, three, 3-1, three, three, 3 draw, 7 losses, we're in 16th position. Uh, not super confident this team is going to turn it around. I don't know what we would need to get to that point. Um, but, yeah, we're 16 out of 18 right now. I think 10 is the cutoff mark to start making it any kind of playoffs. And we are, what is that, two, three, about six points back, seven points back. So we need to start winning, and we need to start winning yesterday. Um to really make it up to that point that we can keep going. Because Fresno's up there, LA's up there, Orange County's up there, New Mexico, Portland. Where's Austin? They're somewhere in the middle. So I'm looking at. Oh, 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 they're eighth. They're eighth. Yeah, they're eighth with 18 points, 13 games played. Look at you guys go. Bunch of cocksuckers. Yeah, just beat Tulsa. Got beat up by New Mexico. Lost to Fresno. Tied OC. But they beat... I mean, shit, they beat SAFC like twice, I think, now. Yeah? Yeah, we're not... (laughs) Anyways, so I'm not super confident we're going to turn it around. I think that we could. I think they have some really good pieces. I think that Forbes is a really good piece. I think that the uh, 18-year-old guy is a really good piece. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but we talked about him when Preston came on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, He actually didn't play the game that I went, but I think he was just at some kind of camp before it, so I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah, you went to a game. Yeah. 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 Um, So, yeah, I I, I think they could turn it around. I think that it's doable. Still time. From this point in the season, you just got to start. Winning now, yeah, because you don't know what the guys ahead of you are going to do. That's exactly. the big thing. Exactly. So you got to take care of your yeah, business. You got to start winning now. So, but man, I mean, I went to that game. The Mission City Firm were fucking unbelievable. They're a great fan base. Um, stadium's always great. The field's great. Beer prices are beer prices, <laughs> but you're still going to drink. Um, beer prices are beer prices, but but still too much. But I mean, whatever. What else is got a sweet do? T-shirt though? So. <laughs> nice. Love it. Yeah. But anyways, go missions. Go missions. Go, go SAFC. Go sass. Go sass. Get loused in the sauce. <coughs> oh, good stretch. Good stretch. Good stretch. All right. <laughs>
This will be kind of a fun segment. Yeah, it will. So college football is right around the corner. We have a couple of months away. There are some... Uh, and you're totally not psyched about it at uh, all. Not even a little bit, actually. This Fuck dude sends football. me shit every day. Not every day. Every day. No. couple of days. Not every day. Anyway. It feels like every day. It's because you're thinking about it every day. You're the one who's hyped up. You're the one. You're the fucking guy. I don't care. You're the one. You're the guy. You're. Anyways. So, as we are looking towards the start of the college football season, we decided to start going through uh, some of these divisions and kind of looking at... um, Teams, yeah. The teams. More or less, we're going to do this off a buy-sell basis. We're going to (laughs) see... Projected wins. Projected win totals, and we're going to do buy-sells and why we think that could or could not happen. Um, this week, of course, we're going to start with our home division, home conference. I mean, ish. Ish. The Big 12. I would consider the CUSA home, but yeah, <laughs> ish. Yeah, I mean, I also like mediocre conferences that don't produce much. But anyway. Hey, do you want to still be on my podcast? I do. Yeah, I do. All right. Stop yeah. talking shit. Fuck <laughs> CUSA. Oh, shit. Excuse me. So anyway, so back to good teams that have Potential winning records. Um, Big Twelve. Big Twelve. For those of you who are not aware of still who who is still in the Big Twelve, that is that uh, conference consists of Oklahoma, UT, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Iowa State, Texas Tech, TCU, West Virginia, Kansas State, and Kansas. Perfect. So I wrote down projected wins. Uh, do you want to go in order of what I have it down? Or do you want to go in order of that graphic you have? Is it not the same? I uh, don't think so. No, it is. It is the same. I think it is the same. Okay. So we'll start with OU. Okay. OU is projected at 11 wins. Buy or sell? Right now, I buy it. Buy it? Yeah. Why is that? Because um, they're Oklahoma. They have they had Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. It's Jalen Hurts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I honestly didn't look too deep into them. I just... I mean, I just I right. buy it. Yeah, I mean, Lincoln Riley is a hell of a football coach. Yeah, he understands off- the offense extraordinarily well. This is the third season in the row that they have a transfer quarterback who very well could go 1-1, although I doubt that yeah. this guy will go 1-1, but he has the opportunity to also win a Heisman, which, again, would be the third transfer quarterback to OU, to win a Heisman, to get drafted in the first round. They're an uh, offensive-minded team. They are. They're and their score. defense is good, too. It's not like they have a terrible defense. Now, granted, they didn't do extraordinarily well last year, which I think was kind of their downfall, more or less their Achilles heel. They say defense wins championships, but if you can't score also. Yeah. So I think they just focus a little bit too much on one. Although that's kind of how the Big 12 works. We're more of an air raid offense. We're not like yeah, that's what the SEC. Big... We're not the Big 10 yeah. or whatever. Um, Speaking of the SEC, they had some big news. Yeah. But we'll talk about that yeah. on another episode. We'll talk about that later. Um. So, yeah. Do you buy it? Yeah, I buy I buy them at eleven, and I do buy them winning the conference. Winning the conference as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. UT ten wins. Buy or sell? I sell this one. You sell it? Yeah, I think they're going to get less. I think they might end up with nine. Okay. I think they're going to end up with one game less. Yeah. Um, not that I don't think that they could win ten games, uh, but we did lose some pretty key pieces at wide receiver with LeJordan Humphrey. We did lose he the did. middle linebacker. Um. I can't remember his name. Um, but we lost some key pieces on both sides of the ball. We're returning some key pieces. Ellinger, this will be his third year, fourth year. 
uh, at least second is a full starting quarterback for the University of Texas. Uh, another bright spot is the true freshman who was at the running back last year should do much better after a season. Uh, we did lose some recruits too, which I thought was kind of frustrating. That Brew McCoy kid um, is transferring back to more than likely USC. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to put them at nine, uh, but I do think we still make a bowl game, a, a pretty high profile bowl game. I do think we win some big games here. Um, I would just sell and go to nine. Okay. What about you? I buy it. I can see winning 10 games. I can, uh, I mean, because last year, I mean, shit, you nearly beat West Virginia, and West Virginia lost basically, you said, their, their QB and their receiver. Um, I buy it, but I buy it right at 10. I don't buy any more. Like, you, I can see why you would say nine, because really, you, I mean, you lost a lot of key pieces. Yes, you have Sam Manager coming back. Um, but I think they're going to put a lot of the uh, the ball in his hands a lot of the times, like they did the Georgia game. You know, they're going to rely on him. Um, so I have a, I do have a tough time buying it, but I buy it. Fair enough. Yeah. Oklahoma State at nine. Sell. I'm going to sell that one because they lost their QB, and they lost a lot too. I think they lost a running back and a quarter or a, a receiver too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to sell it. I'm going to put them at like eight. Put them at eight? Eight, nine. I think they're in the ballpark, but I would sell. I'd probably shoot the under. Yeah. Um, Some of these, I... Well, I, now that I think about it... Well, no. Yeah, okay. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> Baylor at nine. Baylor at nine. Sell. I, what did I do? I think they're going to lose less. Or lose more. Do you think they're going to lose more? Yeah. I'm, I'm selling this one. I bought it. Still have the Q, you still have a QB and receiver combo. Um, it's, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I think all these teams have quarterbacks and receiver combos. <laughs> <laughs> What's special about theirs? They put up they put up points last year. Um, yeah, I I buy it, but right at probably right at eight. Is it eight or nine? Nine, nine? nine. Yeah. See, I'm going down. I think they're going to do eight. I think they're going to do eight. Fair. Iowa State at eight. Buy or sell. Sell. So yeah, why? Uh, looks like they lost their leading rusher and receiver. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm also selling it. Yeah, yeah. I think they played really well last year, but I think that was kind of the exception. Yeah. Um, I also have losing. I think again seven, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech at six by yourself. Texas Tech at six. I sell it. I just I think it's hard for them to win more games. Uh, I look. I was looking at. It. I think they. I think they uh, won some close games, and I. Don't see it happening again, so I sell it. See, I'm selling it, but I think they're going to move up. I think they're going to win like seven games. I think they're going to do better than what people expect. Texas Tech is always a team that are essentially the redheaded stepchild. Like we never assume they're going to do very well, mm-hmm. and then they do. Um, now, granted, it'll be first season without Cliff Kingsbury, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. First, second. First, first, right? First. So that'll be interesting to see, but I think that will also kind of give them an air of like, well, what what are they going to do? Yeah, who are we now? Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think that they might end up winning more, um, but it would be difficult for him, like you said. It might not just all be in conference. They might win all their out-of-conference games right? and then beat up. Because, I mean, I can see Tech beating Kansas State. I can see him beating 
Iowa State. I can see him being Kansas. I can see him beating Baylor. I can see him beating TCU. I can see him beating West Virginia right now. Yeah. You know, so hypothetically speaking, that could potentially be one, two, three, four, five, six. Hypothetically speaking, they could win six games just in conference. And then whatever two, three games out of it. That could put them at nine. Right. You know. Um so I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go up. I think uh, they're gonna go up. Yeah. So you sell it before more. Correct. Gotcha. All right. TCU, the Hardenbergs. Yeah. Up or down? I uh buy yourself. I bought it. I think I, they can yeah. win I think they can win some more games. Um So you mean sell it? Huh? Sell it? You think they're gonna win more than five? Oh, we're basing it based off of that number. Yeah, it's the same. Oh, my bad. Okay, so then, yeah, I still I think they can win more games. My bad. Okay. Yeah. I'm buying it. I don't think they're going to win more games. No. No. Okay. I Why? think five is... Um, They've lost a couple key pieces, again, on both sides of the ball. A lot of it to graduate, graduating. A lot of good stuff. Um, They haven't... They didn't do particularly well last year. They haven't been as explosive as they have been in the past. They haven't gotten those big-time recruits as they have in the past. Um. I just I don't see them doing any better than the five games. Because a lot of these other teams also have improved. When they first came in, they were a fucking hell of a team. They're very well disciplined, which is great for them. But, I mean, so is Kansas Kansas State. But that doesn't mean they're necessarily going to do great. Um, breaking news. Cristiano Ronaldo's lawsuit has just been dropped. The lawsuit accusing the soccer star of rape was filed in Nevada State Court last September. The federal lawsuit filed by some woman is the same woman is still active, but I guess the lawsuit has been dropped. Okay. Yeah, that's cool news, yeah. I guess, for him. All right. Um so yeah, I, I, I just I don't see them doing any better than Sorry, I want to go back in my statement. I wrote my notes I wrote down they can they can win close games to get five. So I'm buying it but right at five. Oh, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, West Virginia at five. More or less? What did I write down? Uh, Do you buy that they're going to win five, or do you sell that they're going to win more or less? Also buy, but right at five. See, I'm going to sell this, and I think that they're going to win more. They did lose their quarterback, and they did lose like their all-time leading score. But West Virginia is a tough town to travel to. Morgantown gets loud and rowdy. Yeah, they do. It's far away from everyone else. I think that they will win at home a lot. Um, Good environment. It's a great environment to go play in. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that their schedule favors them a little bit to be able to win some games at home. So I think they're going to win more than five. Seven at most. Seven at most. Yeah. But they're going to move up for me. They can win, They can maybe win one or two more close games, you think? Exactly, yeah. Okay. With the games at home. Okay. Um, they can have that. Because they're a well-coached ball club. I mean, the coach has been up there for a while. Like, he's a, he's a good coach. Right. Um, I think they'll win more than five. So, K-State winning four games by herself. I bought it. I bought K-State and Kansas, but right at the projected. I think K-State will win a few more than four. I can see them winning five, six. Again, they're a tough team. It's hard to go in Manhattan and play. Um, and you can never count on a Bill Schneider's team. Like, you can't. It's They're just fucking tough. That's what they are. Yeah. It's, that's kind of their MO. Um, they Fair haven't had to have a lot of blue-chip recruits to go and play well. Fair to call them a good underdog? Because they're... Yes. Yeah. Much as, like, Texas was a couple years ago where it's like, well, they should be good. We don't know. Yeah. That's how I feel about Kansas State. Well, they should be better, but I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, now, Kansas, I buy it, too. Uh, fuck Kansas. They, they suck dick. Um, they're not a football program. Not they're a not football. a football school. Yeah. They just have one to have one at this point. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't see no, any they reason. Do, like, yeah. It's just to exist yeah. other than, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for them to have a football program. They give out occasional scholarships. Maybe. Yeah. Like four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think it's more like ten. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know if they have that much money in the program, honestly. Um, but, yeah, so I buy him at two. But I think K-State will win more than four games. I can see them moving up a couple. Okay. I feel like the guys on the left will win a little bit less, and the guys on the right will win a little bit more from the way that this list is set up. Right. I feel like OSU, Baylor, Iowa State, even maybe Texas will drop maybe a game or two, and I feel like all the guys on the right yeah. will gain a game or two. But Who wins the uh, River, Red River rivalry? Oh, you. Oh, you? Yeah. Okay. Close game or blow up? No, close game, like 37, 31. Okay. Kind of a deal. Yeah. 40 to yeah. 35. I think they're going to put a lot of weight on, on, on Sam's shoulders this year. And can they he shouldn't. Can he, can he do it all, you know? Should I they, think he could. They put it all on his shoulders in the Georgia game, and they pulled it off. Yeah, but that was one game out of the how many games that he played? Exactly. Yeah. That's and he doesn't have the receivers to throw to anymore. Yeah. Um so it's 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 scary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think again, I think we're gonna win nine, ten games. But I I just I don't know about ten. <coughs> I think ten would be tough. I think yeah, I think in a perfect ten is season. Ten is doable. Right. But like, that's be- like the cap. In yeah. my opinion, like that's, we don't win more than ten. That's the ceiling, right? Get two ten, and you're like fucking a. Yeah. Um, but I see them more like nine and three, eight and four. You know what I'm saying? No less than eight. Yeah, no okay. less than eight. Okay. Anything under eight is a disappointing season. Gotcha. And I think ten and above is like, I think nine is kind of like you're right. A good middle ground. In this conference, when Oklahoma is. At least as of late. At least, yeah. They're the, the guy. They're the guy. Right. The conference, yeah. I mean, granted, they're always one of the guys, but. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. NBA Finals. That was that was fun. Finales. Yeah, that was fun. We'll have to keep doing that. I like that yeah. setup. That whole I like that so, too. Yeah. You know. All right. NBA Finals. A series is tied at 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one, Game three is tonight. Tonight, right? I believe so, yeah. We're recording this on a Wednesday morning. It's, uh, well, Wednesday afternoon. It's already 12-12. 12-20, sorry. 12-20. Um, game three is tonight. Clay got hurt. Game two, trying to draw a foul. Uh, he did. But the last thing I heard was he says he wants to play game three. So that's the last thing I heard on that. Um, I was like, update from ESPN right now. It says Clay saying it would be hard to see me not playing. So there you go. Um Steph didn't look right either. Steph, there was something going on with Steph. He kept checking back with the trainer on them. And um, Doris Burke asked uh, asked uh, Kerr what was going on with that, and he he kind of pulled a pop and said, "I have no idea. That's your job." And so she did her best to update and all that. And right, it, it sounded like he was just sick, like he was just dealing with something. Yeah, it's not like he was injured at all. He was just kind of just wasn't feeling great. <laughs> Boogie's finally back. Boogie's back. Yeah. After had a decent game, not yeah, decent game. I find it interesting though. He's back after tearing a quad muscle. 
in the playoffs. He's already back, but missed like how many seasons with a bruised thigh? With the it's a quad. The, it was a torn quad. Yeah, he tore something. Damn. But last season when he was playing for the Pelicans, he had a bruised something, and was out for the whole season. What does that tell you? Yeah, exactly. The incentive is is there. It's higher. Everybody's well, trying to get the fuck out of <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> AD don't want to be there. Zion don't want to be there. Zion wants to be there. Zion wants to play in the pros. He does, yeah. I don't think he wants to be in... I think he's happy. I think he's happy to be playing in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he wants to be in New Orleans, though. I think he'd rather play in New York. He'd rather play in Los Angeles. He'd rather play in most anywhere. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not up to him right now. No, it's not. But anyway. Anyways. Still have the Warriors winning? Colin Goward said it best right now. It's the Raptors versus an MRI machine. <laughs> Basically. Kevin Looney's out, too. Looney's out. Durant's still out. It's a tough call, I think right? that it'll go 2-2 after all is said and done at Oracle this go-round. I think it'll end to 2-2. Two to two. Uh, I think that Kind of like the two games in Toronto, the Raptors will win one game. They'll win one. And then the next game, they might just not close out on other opportunities. They might not do what they need to do to win, exactly. Right, right. Because um, the game that they lost, on second point chances, the Raptors were like 24-0, 25-0. The Warriors didn't get second chance opportunities. Or if they did, they didn't score on them. So even though they lost, they still had better stats in just about everything. They just didn't capitalize. That's what I'm afraid of. That's what I think that will happen to at least one game at Oracle. At Oracle. Yeah. So I think it'll go two to two. I think it'll go back to Toronto. Two to two. Two to two. Or at that point, it depends on how healthy everybody is. Right. But if you can get a healthy squad going back to Toronto, you might be able to take game three. And Six. you come or yeah, sorry, game two. Oh well, game five, five. At that point it would be five. No. No, no, no. Sorry, their third win. I apologize. That's what I meant. Like their third win. Oh, okay, gotcha. So uh so go two two. If you can get a healthy squad going back there for game five, yeah. The Warriors could get their third win if everybody's healthy. But if everybody stays injured like this, then I think that the I think Toronto will take it. If everybody stays healthy for Toronto right. also. I think Toronto has a grand opportunity right now. I they do. I think this is the best opportunity that anybody has had against the Warriors thus yeah. far. As far as a finals playoff goes. Because think about it. Three years straight to the finals, five years more total dom- to- total dominance in the I league. I was like, isn't it five years now? Yeah, something. Yeah. Five years in a row to the finals. They've been very, very lucky with non-injuries, with not having to deal with this. With right. This, you know? With this bug. Yeah. So, got a grand opportunity right now. I... Oh, man. I think Toronto's going to take it right now. You see Toronto taking it? Everybody's just injured. Yeah. They're all beat the fuck up. Yeah. Boogie had a good game, but he's still beat up. Durant's out. Not that they need Durant to win, but... If Clay's injured, if Steph's injured, if Looney's injured, if Iguodala's injured, because you remember Iguodala went out, mm-hmm. 
like they're all injured right now. Yeah. And you need somebody to come in healthy to help out. And that could be Durant, but I don't know if he's healthy enough to do so. Six or seven? Seven. Seven? Yeah. Yeah. I can see them doing it now that the Warriors are human. Yeah. As well, you know? How dare you make me bleed my own blood? I <laughs> <laughs> love that movie. Speaking of sports movies. Oh, yeah. That was a good transition right there. There you go. You like that? Yeah. You like that? There you go. We uh, found a little deal on Facebook, and we've done something like this before, but I don't think it's been quite this extensive. Yeah. So for our final uh, final topic today, we thought it'd be fun to do uh, favorite sports movies on every different sports. Um, now, like you said before the show, there's a lot of honorable mentions that you could throw in here, X, Y, and Z, but this is the one and done, what do you got? Final list. I have no problem with this list at all. I have one or two that it's like questionable, if, but if we're going on, if we're not going honorable mentions, we're not doing honorable mentions. I this is just what it is. This is a pretty solid. I'm happy with my list. I'm happy with my list too. Again, there's only two that I'm like, well, there's other movies I love as well, right? But yeah. I'm happy with this list. Yeah. All right. So go first, starting go with foosball. Just run down your list. Go ahead. We'll, we'll go one and one. Okay. All right. So for football, I have the replacements. Keanu Reeves, fucking hilarious movie. Can't be beat. Great movie. What do you got? Great movie. Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues? Varsity Blues. I feel like all of yours is going to be like the popular classics. Like, I could probably list down here and name. Varsity Blues is a classic. I grew up on that movie. Rocco I watched in- it too. Rocco introduced me to that movie. It's not a bad movie. I'm not knocking the movie, but I'm pretty sure I could like go down and list just based off of that answer. No, what your you, would, you be. would miss a couple. You would. All right. Basketball. What do you got? Glory Road. Yeah. I was either I, I thought you were either going to really? pick Glory Road or Coach Carter. Really? Yeah. No. No. I love Coach Carter. How do you not like Coach Carter? It's, it's a good movie, but nah. Yeah. See, Sam I thought Jackson, you... Sam Jackson could have done better. Yeah, fair. Yeah, no. I thought you would pick Glory Road, the whole West Texas... Fuck yeah. Uh, okay. Underdog story, uh, dude. I have Finding Forrester. Finding Forrester? Yeah. I've never seen that one. Uh, Sean Connery... A uh, kid plays basketball, goes to a private school. Sean Connery like finds out that he's a fucking talented writer, helps him develop his writing career, helps him with his basketball career. Okay. It's a really great movie. You haven't seen it before. Okay. Um, baseball. Major League. The what? What would you pick? Sandlot. Sandlot? Yeah, Sand- of course. Sandlot. Uh, I picked Major League. Sandlot is the best thing to ever be put on film. No. My opinion. No. My, my opinion. Let's move on. Fair Hockey. enough. Much as CS Conference USA is a good conference, in your opinion. <laughs> right? Sandlot is my... Sandlot is hard to argue is my favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I grew up on it as well. With okay. Besides saying that you grew up on it, why is Sandlot... Because it's got life lessons. It's great. It's, it's great acting. It's, you know, the, these are, the kids just... They made a movie having fun. With the, all the documentary coming out, they're, they're, sorry, the docu- there's doc- yeah, they made a documentary about it with David Mickey Evans and all the cast mm-hmm. and everything, and they all said it was the best time of their lives, and you can see it in the movie. It's a great story. It's it's a great plot. It's it's just fun, dude. I can't wait to watch it with my kids. It's so by that same token, could Goonies also be one of the greatest things put on film? Yeah, in someone's mind. This is just in my mind. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm just cur- I'm genuinely just curious, like yeah. why you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I love the Sandlot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it's fucking played out. Yeah. Like, I've seen it 100,000 times. I can understand I that. You know what I mean? Same with, like, Remember the Titans? 
great movie, life lessons. Everybody loved it. Everybody had fun. But I'm like, <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> How dare you? It just it gets fucking old. I don't know. It was on the other night and we watched it, man. I love- if I see it, I'm turning off my TV. Really? Yeah, I've seen it too many times. Like really? I'm, I'm done. I can't watch it anymore. I could fucking quote it at this point. That's how great it is. That's how you know how great it is. Uh, or it's just how many times it's been beaten to your fucking head. It's not a. That's not a. That's not a problem. Uh, it just gets old. It gets old quick. I think it speaks to how great that movie is. How great those movies are that they stick in your mind. Okay, like what's that. the okay? Uh, Dodgeball, great movie. Yeah. Okay. Funny movie, yeah, good funny movie to have on, yes. Because like I can quote that shit too, but yeah. that's not an all time classic, which some people think that Remember the Titans is. Eh. Dodgeball is not; it's a cult classic. But Dodgeball it's not an was more classic. Dodgeball was more comedy to where it's like it's just it's a good to have on. Whereas Remember the Titans, there's those live lessons. There's a you know. A t- Life There's life lessons in dodgeball that you can learn too. Yeah, how to dodge a wrench. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Yeah. Uh, okay. You could talk about loyalty. Um, you could talk about being intelligent and outsmarting your opponent. You can talk about how brains over brawn. There's a lot of life lessons that you can pull out of it. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, Anyways. all right. So we did baseball, hockey, miracle, of course. Great. Uh, I got goon. Goon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I've never seen it, but I've like... Oh, dude, yeah. great fucking movie. I know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, love that guy. Yeah. Uh, boxing. Rocky Four, Of course. Uh, I got Creed. Creed? Yeah. Okay. I like that one. I can't Again, same with the Rockies. I'm just like... I can't knock it. It's all the fucking same. Like, that's my only issue with the Rockies. Like, I like them all. Don't he worry. Ended, he, ended the, he ended the Cold War by himself. Definitely. <laughs> uh, golf. Greatest game ever played. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Greatest game ever played for anyone who hasn't seen it is uh, Shia LaBeouf and Bill Paxton. Uh, rest in peace to that man who directed it. Um, Shia LaBeouf basically plays a amateur golfer that nobody basically believes in, but he's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he uh, tries to qualify for the... This is back in like the... Harry. It's set It's set with Harry. Harry it's a true story. Like, mm-hmm. It's set with Harry Varden, who was a really great golfer as well, mm-hmm. back in the... Fucking, what is that? Like way, way back. Like I don't even. I don't it's know. It's like eighteens. I want to say eighteen, like late eighteen hundreds. I was like late eighteens, early nineteens. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. Great performance by Shia LaBeouf. Whatever. It's a great movie. I love it. Um, NASCAR allegedly. Uh, Talladega Nights. Same. Yeah. Same. I think that's like the only fucking NASCAR movie that I know. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't even think it's a great movie, though. It is a great movie, yeah. But even then, I don't know any other NASCAR movies. I saw, like, I guess documentaries, yeah. Like, I watched one that was like The Isle of Man, it was a but it's that's motorcycles, not necessarily like stock cars or you know, race uh, cars. Or there's a new trailer out right now with Matt Damon and Christian Bell, the Ferrari versus Ford, I believe it is. It's not necessarily NASCAR, but mm-hmm. it's based on a true story, apparently, of uh, Ferrari versus Ford, I guess. Nice. So, nice. yeah. But Matt Damon and Christian Bell, shit. Yeah, right. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I'd watch them. Uh, Martial arts. What do you got? Karate Kid. The original. Not that fucking... I got Never Back Down. Never Back Down? Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a great movie. It was a great movie. That was a really good movie. Yeah. It wasn't even that good of a movie. It was just good fighting. Yeah. Like, the plot line is like every other... Yeah. (laughs) But I just liked all the fighting. That's a good movie. Uh, Soccer. What do you got? Big Green. Big Green, yeah. I got Shaolin Soccer. Yeah. Fucking hilarious if you haven't seen it 
all these like Shaolin monks have like these superpowers. They're like kicking the ball a thousand miles an hour. They're like creating whirlwinds. Like at one point, this guy like is a penalty kick kicks the ball at him like fire starts coming out of the ball a dragon head forms and like the evil goalie just like stops it with one hand but he's like oh like dude it's fucking hilarious please watch it okay please watch it dude it's worth the hour and a half like it's fucking hilarious dude have you ever seen the movie like kung pao into the fist no which should have been my favorite kung fu movie now that i think about it (laughs) (laughs) and i'm really mad that i didn't write that down to be completely honest with you You change your mind. I am gonna change my mind. Never back downs out, and now it's Kung Pao. <laughs> Kung Pao, enter the fist. Fucking hilarious, dude. Funniest shit. They're like uh, Chinese dubbed movies, but it's dude. Oh my god. I'll have to get you to watch them. Okay. Anyway, right. anyway, anyways. Moving on. That was fun. That was fun. I like those. I like how subjective movies are. Yeah. Which conference uh, are we going to do next week for college football? Uh, do you have a preference? Do you want to do CSUSA? Uh, I was going to say I was going to say the SEC and with their big news. Oh yeah, we with their do that. breaking news. Yeah, I'm down. Mad at me, but we'll I'm decide. D- I'm down for that. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll let you guys know next week. We'll what we're going to talk about. Figure it out. Figure it out. Let's suggest let's have one marinate. Have you what? watched Letter Kenny yet? No. Oh fuck, dude, it's so funny. No. Like, anybody's got a problem with the can of the goose, you got a problem with me, and I should just let that one marinate. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, dude. It's such a good show. It's so dumb, but it makes me laugh so hard. It's just basically all chirping. It's just all shit talking, essentially. Well, that's, that's you know, yeah. your life. So. Yeah, true. You know? True. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Baseballism. Thank you to Brother. Thank you to Hanging Oak Studio. Thank you to you, the listener, for coming back. We appreciate it. Next week, we'll be back, because we always are. Uh, it's like whether you like it or whether not. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> we'll be back. That's all I got. Yep, that's all I got. Be good to animals. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Don't text and drive. Don't, Don't drink, drink and drive. drive. Don't do anything I would do. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself every once in a while. All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Later. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove and leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit Baseballism.com and use coupon code AASports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand.